Recording? What's up, what's up, what's up? We're gonna start in a couple minutes. This is episode three of Sea Turtle Mindset. Spike. So, the person I'm introducing today is Imani. Um, definitely someone that um, I look up to in terms of the art industry. Um, her paintings are amazing. What is your um, social media? Um, it's Imani underscore Joe. Cool, cool, cool. J-O. So we're going to start this bad boy right now. And so, let's get it. It's episode three. And um, last week's episode with Payday Pedro was phenomenal. So, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to get right into the core of the interview. Um, first and foremost, thank you so much for being on the episode. I'm excited. No thank you for having me. Dope. And um, for those who don't know me, who are just tapping in, my name is Jonathan Rosales. I am the author of Sea Turtle Mindset. This is the Sea Turtle Mindset podcast, episode number three. And today's mindset is the artist mindset. And so, I want to jump right in because today is not about me. It's about you. Um, so basically tell me what's, what's something that inspired you to be an artist? What is it that you like about being an artist? I've honestly always was an artist. Like growing up, um, I always made arts and crafts with my family and try to sell them. Um, I was always, to your family? Of, yes, I was like always an entrepreneur. <laughs> like I would make bookmarks and I would just like have a stack of them. And anytime we went somewhere, I'm like, Oh, it's a dollar. That's and cool. my family always wanted to buy my art. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then in fourth grade, I did a painting. Well, it was actually pastel, oil pastel mm-hmm. drawing. Um, and it won an award. It was like in a library. It was selling online, like different merchandise and oh, stuff. Wow. And I was in fourth grade. So I was like, oh, cool. That's a talent I had. So I stopped doing it. And I completely went to like choir and doing other stuff. Because yep. I don't know. I like to kind of see what I have to work with. Right, right. So I just stopped doing art. And then um, in, I switched schools in high school, my junior year. And I was like, okay, well, what am I going to go to school for? Like, what am I going to college for? And I was like, okay, let me go back into art. And it just kicked back off from so there. So where did you go to school? Um, I started off at Warwick Vets. Okay. And then I transferred to Cranston East. Now, so, those schools that had an art program or? Warwick Vets did, but I never was in it. I was playing um, field hockey and basketball and track. And so I was okay. like total sports head at that point. And then when I transferred schools, I didn't want to be like a new girl in a sports team. Yep, yep. So I was like, okay, let me just go into art. And so I went into an art class. Nice, nice. And, and did you go then. to um, college for arts too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I graduated in May. Wow. So what do you do right now? Right now, I'm 100% freelance artist. Wow. Um, I started off my last year. Well, actually, I started off kind of my junior year. Um, before I did bartending and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, all right, places are going to look for my resume and like the art resume. So I'm like, let me switch my whole thing up and start looking for jobs in the art industry my junior year. Um, and I found this one place. It's a paint and sip. It's called Painting with the Twist. It's like a franchise around the country. Um, and they were opening up literally like the day after I said that they posted looking for artists. Wow. So I was like, okay, cool. So I went there. Um, they had me do an interview and they gave me a piece of paper and was like, teach me how to paint this. And I was like, what? So, um, 
I went and it was crazy because it wasn't even a studio. It was like an open place that they were building. So it was just a table and an easel. And you, and you taught them right yeah. on the spot. So on the spot, I had to go through and they were cool. They were like, okay, we'll skip to this part. We know that you know this. Um, and I brought them a whole bunch of paintings. I laid it out. And like out of 30 people, they picked six people. They're all females. And then that week they're like, okay, we're going to go to, we're going to take you to Louisiana to go through training. So I met a whole bunch of artists down there. Oh, wow. So it's like a legit like art thing. Yeah. So they got me certified to kind of like teach classes in that way and kind of like have the customer service of that. Nice. And so that was my junior year and I'm I'm still working there and I just do my artwork on the side. Sweet. Um, I took up Instagram as a marketing technique instead of like a social media um and from there people just really supported me well that's how i, I met you right my, just, yeah exactly social media um now i know you have a very popular design it's the girl with she's she's naked let's just keep of course it all my she's females naked. are naked and i think the water is she has a waterfall yes. coming out. Like, i don't know why that is like a top color yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so funny and it's crazy because um I do a whole bunch of different commissions and I started working with like watercolor gouache type stuff. Um, And I did the first design on a piece of paper in 20 minutes. Wow. And I was like, okay, cool. Oh, that was relaxing. And I posted it and I was like, oh, freestyle for today. It went crazy. Yeah. I want, I want one. Yeah. So then (laughs) I started putting it on rolling trays and I made one rolling tray. Seven people hit me up. Like I need this. So I was like, okay, cool. I sold them all one, and I did custom ones for each person. Dope, they dope. all thought they got the original, right, right, but I'm right, like, right. it's it's damn near. Um, so then after that, I put it on canvases, and people loved it too. And I'm That's like, cool. I don't know what about this piece is it, like. It's just, it looks dope. I want one, so we'll definitely talk about having one later. Um, so now, what's your why? What what is it that drives you? You know, that's something that what's what's that inner um, thing that's driving you to continue to um pioneer in the art industry because let's just keep it real it's like i remember when i was in college and i like art like mm-hmm. i know how to draw and and i fell in love with it from early on i used to do drawings all the time i know how to oh. do the cartoons um my book actually has logos and stuff yeah, that, logos that's art. and um my book has illustrations my personal illustration awesome. i converted it into um online graphics and bootstrap oh, like illustrator and yep awesome. and um so you know it was just that what drive me was the creativity. It's like mm-hmm. you can just in a blank canvas and something can pop up. So what's that thing that drives you to continue to work on crazy? Because I've seen some of your work and it's like, it's like imagination has gone wild. It's pretty cool. It depends on the piece. I feel like if it's more personal, mm-hmm. the drive is kind of getting something out. Like I have sometimes if I don't paint in a while or draw or do anything, I have a lot of built up like anxiety and I'm like, okay, well, I need to do something with my hands. Like, yeah, yeah. I need to just kind of get it out. So um, that definitely drives me. Another thing is I'm an artist, but I also consider myself more of an entrepreneur as well. Okay. So I don't want to work a nine to five job. I, I'm not good at it. I'm not, like, I'm just, I'm done with it. Preach. Um, so after my junior year, I was like, all right, only jobs that are in the art industry that can further me in what I actually want right. to do. So um, other than that, I'm like, you know what, if I don't do this today, I'm not going to be able to get where I want to get in life. So that kind of drives me. Okay. What would you say is your five-year goal? Like what's, what you want? Do you want to create your own studio? Do you want 
to have your own sip and wine program going? What is it that you're looking at? I definitely want just my own business. I definitely want my own studio space um, that can have a little bit of a gallery area mm -hmm. in it as well. Um, I do want to do what I do now where it's like doing commission work. But I think every artist's goal is to solely have their pieces up and people just want their pieces. So they're like own personal creative pieces. Okay, so okay. I definitely want to get to a, a level where people kind of know my work by how I paint right? and just kind of want an original of my work. So just one original and it's, that's the only one like, yeah, in the like, world. I don't, and you can I don't really like doing prints. Okay. I like people having one piece and that's yours. Wow. I'm not really kind of like the print on a canvas type so thing. So my question is, and, and this is probably something that my, the audience wants to know too. How do you determine the price on like a one style design? Like, you know, it how can you say so it's like hard. a thousand or two thousand <laughs> or a hundred? Like, how are you, how are I you think, able to do that? I think you have to be realistic. Yeah. You definitely do. Um, I actually get that question a lot. A lot of artists hit me up. They're like, hey, can you kind of help me with right, this? Right, right, right. Um, I started off like lowballing it. I'm like, okay. And then there were some parts where I was definitely charging too much. Mm -hmm. But I think you have to really worry about, okay, how much time did you really put into this? How much does it really mean to you? And is it worth a lot? I see people like doodle, honestly. It's like just this random thing they did and they're like, okay, $600. I'm like, okay, that's right, not right. realistic. No one's going to pay that much. Um, so I want to, I definitely want to do affordable art because growing up art was always super expensive. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of had that mindset. Like everybody was like, you can't be an artist. Like there's no future in that or whatever. Right. So I definitely like doing affordable art. Um, but at the same time, I try not to go under $200 Okay. minimum with like the smaller ones, but I don't want to overprice someone for something that I know I can do within a, a I guess obtainable time span. Okay. So yeah, so what's the um, most expensive painting you've ever sold? Twelve hundred. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. and it was for someone who had something in their house, and yep. I was super excited about it. But at the same time, it was abstract, and they wanted like metal pieces in it, so I had to like oh, wow. buy that. And yeah, that was cool. Nice, that was dope. nice. Um, so my thing is right. So I want this podcast the reason why i'm creating is to explore the mindset and so you have an artist mindset what's something that you can tell anybody uh, aspiring to be an artist especially full-time you know like yourself what would you tell yourself three or five years ago that you would want to know that you know now there's gonna be some shitty days mm. there definitely is there's gonna be days that you just doubt everything that you've developed. And I think um, being in college helped me the most because I was able to just sit there. I was able to really just kind of look out the window for a couple hours and just think and know myself. And I think that um, kind of developing that self-awareness of what I want and what I like helped me really kind of get to a point where I am at today. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think, especially if you're a female, I think all females should spend at least a year by themselves, living by themselves and worrying about themselves. Um, so I did that and that was awesome. I really got to know what I wanted and got to really put myself in my artwork. Okay. So is that why you kind of paint a lot of like 
Yeah, plus Women? everyone likes females. Yeah, she everyone, doesn't like yeah, even that's like that's it doesn't especially matter. Especially naked ones. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> but even now, there's days where I'm like, oh my god, I'm not making money this week. Yeah, I need to stop. I need to get a nine to five. I can't. I can't pay my rent this week. Yep. Literally, the moment I have those thoughts, I kind of get into like this dark hole, and then. I have to remind myself what brings me out of that mm. hole, which is the artwork. Right. So um, I kind of find something I want to paint and I kind of find something I want to do and I kind of just put it into that. Literally the next day, a blessing comes. So wow. it's like once you have that mindset and it's all about like the vibes and everything that everybody says, like you have to put out what you want and yep, the universe yep. and stuff. Um, so once I switch that mindset, things come to me mm. and it just reminds me like, okay, you're going to have days where it sucks. And you're, you know, I think every entrepreneur or own business owner has days where it's like, this is just not working out. So you have to get ready for that. And people, some people are going to hate your artwork. Some people are going to deny you. They don't watch you in your gallery. And that's okay. Like, there's so so many artists out there because that's stuff. There's something out there for everybody. Right. So I think that's the biggest thing that I had to learn. Nice. Definitely embodying the sea turtle mindset, you know, um, if you if you don't know yet, it's it's the mindset of being consistent, persistent mm-hmm. in your decisions, you know. And yeah. you decided to be an artist, and even though you have those crappy days, and the doubt comes in, you mm-hmm. still persevere, and you're still being consistent. And when you do that, you know, um, the blessings come. So it's yeah. dope. It's dope. Um, so <laughs> we're almost about to wrap it up. And um, what would you say, like, just to speak your mind? What would you want to tell your audience? Um, first of all, where where can we purchase your paintings and, and um, see your artwork? Okay, well, I'm going to get a website. He's going to do that for yeah. me, so, you know, hit him up for that. Um, but as of right now, I work strictly off of Instagram. Okay. You can always, if you have my number, you can always contact me. Um, but you can always DM me at Imani, jo, uh, Imani underscore J-O. I also have my email on there if you cool. email me too or whatever. All the links will be provided um, wherever this is posted, so... Um, stay in the lookout for that and your final thoughts you know um, where so where's your next travel location where do you want to travel to because the book is also about traveling so I always want to inspire travel um, because I believe that travel is the biggest um, learning opportunity for us we expand our mind we expand our culture we expand um, our horizon uh, our perspective we get you know, inspired when we travel. So anywhere in the world, where would you go to do an amazing painting or just artwork based on that, you know, location? It's actually know. really hard. If you were to choose really one, hard. where would you go? Or what's your top three? Okay. Am I like visiting or am I living? I don't know. Uh, let's do visiting. Let's okay. do visiting. Because living is different. Yeah. Living is like... I definitely want to go to Italy. Okay. I need to see the architecture in that area, France, Paris, all that area. Um, Is Picasso from Italy? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll Google it later. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I definitely want to go to Italy. I want to go to Barcelona. Okay, That's always been a place. I don't know why. Ibiza? I heard Ibiza's spot. I heard it. That's top I hear everybody goes there and just parties. I call my boy. I'll be like, where you at? He's like, I'm in Ibiza. And yeah. every time we're like, you're such a liar. He's like, watch. One of these days, you're going to catch me. Yeah, I heard it's popping. Um, and I definitely want to go to China. Okay. My sister lives in China right now. Okay. And she just tells me all about it. So I'm like, you know what? That's 
that's definitely a place where I feel like I should see the architecture, the culture, definitely. all that stuff. Definitely. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So um, we're literally going to wrap it up now. And so my last thing is um, I'm always promoting spread your wisdom, you know, spread the wisdom. And what would you, if you can sum it up all the, your last five years, what would that one piece of advice in terms of wisdom to give it out to the world? It can be either in entrepreneurship, it can be in an artist, it can be in the mindset, whatever it is. What's that wisdom that you want to spread? So I'm going to spread wisdom to entrepreneurs or artists or anybody who's kind of in a creative area. Because it doesn't mean painting. It can mean creative writing. It music. Can mean music. You could be doing graphic design, anything like that. But I feel like you should always take what someone's trying to give you. Listen to the people around you. Mm. Um, it literally could be a bum off the street and you mm. could be walking by with a painting and they say that right there doesn't look correct. Mm. And at that moment you could be like, you know what? You're drunk. Like I'm not listening to you, right, right. but you don't know their past. They literally could have been one of the top selling artists in their time or whatever. And they could really give you a really valuable piece of information. And I feel like everybody has something to say and everybody has something that they can add to your life. Even if it's wrong, like you can take it, and figure out what you want to do with it. Filter how it kind of applies to your mm -hmm. life. Because someone can give you wrong information. You say, you know what? That's something I'm not going to do. And sometimes, you know, people just talk. So facts. You, can, facts. you have to know when to just not listen as well. So cool. I think over the past five years, I've met a lot of people, a lot of different professors, artists. And that was my main thing is know when to listen and apply it to your life. Nice. Nice. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is Imani, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for having um, me. You're the first um, live interview with the person, so it was a little scary for me. I'm like, do I look at the camera? Do I look at her? What's going I know, on? you're making such hard eye contact. I'm so sorry. I'm like, I'm I shouldn't so look at you guys. I don't want to look that way, but thank you so much. I'm definitely looking forward to continue to grow together. Maybe I'll see you in, in um, Carolina, mm -hmm. South Carolina. Well, um, hopefully I'm moving. Dope. That's another thing. If you haven't moved... From where you grew up, you need to do that. You, you know what's funny? My first episode, I said, don't let your zip code hold mm -hmm. you back. Especially you know? if you're in Rhode Island. This is a very small, comfortable state. 47 miles from north to south, 37 miles from west to yes, east. That's so just let, that's tiny. It's tiny. Um, smaller state with the biggest movement for sure um, with our people from here. So shout out to Rhode Island. Nope. Good looking out. And um, to close it out, thank you so much for listening, watching this podcast. Um, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the YouTube channel. The links below for her artwork will be there. As well as um, if you haven't bought the book, ladies and gentlemen, the book is available everywhere. Um, get your copy. Um, definitely is something to read. My thing is right now, what I'm saying is it's the next Alchemist. So if you've read The Alchemist before, I really strongly believe that's what inspired me. So it's a story of self-development. It's a story of a sea turtle traveling the world. Along the way, he meets different creatures and he learns life lessons from these creatures. So get your copy. Um, I saw some lines in there. Is it like, can you write? Yeah, so you can too? write too. So I have the illustrations nice. um, at the beginning of the chapter. And then you have your notes. So you can take your notes, just outlines. And then you got the YouTube videos. And I added the YouTube videos because I was reading so many books and I always wanted to ask questions or ask why the author wrote that specific name. And mm -hmm. so I added that. So there's a little special um, YouTube videos in there. And then the, um, the next episode is going to be next week. 
on the 23rd of um, January, and it's going to be the Maximo Mindset. Um, definitely look out for the next video. It's going to be dope. He is a network marketer, a graphic designer of 20 years of experience, and one of my mentors who really has grown me to be the entrepreneur that I am, and also... Um, he really helped me in terms of helping me with graphic design and he actually even designed my cover book and my backer. So definitely look out for that episode. Um, I'll see you ladies and gentlemen. Remember, everyone is born a sea turtle, but we're raised as land turtles. Let's not get limited by our zip code. We are sea turtles. We can travel the world, explore, dream, discover. With that being said, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Dope, dope, dope.